With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Friday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Rinpack as we break down Friday's 8-9 game NBA DFS slate. Uh, so we had a game get canceled, which would have made it 10 uh, for both sites, you would think. But then DraftKings just left off the Denver-Cleveland game, so there's only 8 games on the DraftKings main slate and 9 on the FanDuel main slate. So uh, that's going to be fun to deal with. Rinpack, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. I was... Uh... Going to be a fun late swapping a night affair tonight uh, with the uh, Lakers, Nets, Kings, Miami game. Expecting some uh, starting lineups to be pretty pivotal in our decision making later tonight. But tomorrow we got an eight, nine game slate, like you mentioned. Uh, obviously, a bigger slate, a lot more studs, a lot more value, hopefully. Uh, should be exciting to look at it uh, as an aerial view as we get started. I love jamming in DeAndre Bembry. I don't know what you're talking about. I had plenty of value on this slate. Uh, yeah, but a three-gamer. Uh, we had a nice big uh, two-and-a-half-hour gap here in between the the 4.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Times lock time and then the two 7 o'clock games. So thought we'd get this up nice and early. We have all the prices. We have everything sitting in front of us. Uh, before we get started, uh, get down to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live, you're ready to park. Let's do it. All right, let's close out the week strong. Going to the top end at point guard. Uh, let's start over on DraftKings because uh, that's that's kind of a good spot to be sitting at. Uh, we like all of our sites. $10,100 for Steph Curry uh, up against Orlando. Uh, so first game of the day right off the bat. If you want to lock up some salary with a guy who just shoots the ball better than anybody on planet Earth. Did you see how many three-point shot attempts he had last game? Uh, no, I want to guess 17 because he missed 20. a ton in the first half. Okay. He shot the ball 20 times from three against the Heat in that overtime game. Just wanted to let it be known. 42 minutes. As he should. Yeah, well, as he should. Okay, that's fair. That's actually a fair point. It's better him than, uh, uh, than well, I guess Dame, uh, Draymond Green was scratched, but Damian Lee, uh, one, Toscano Anderson, I suppose. Uh, so, yeah, Steph Curry, 23-point attempts. Going up against Orlando, Michael Carter-Williams, best of luck, sir. Uh, Trey Young's 9,500 up against Boston. 
Uh, Trey Young was kind of a, a nice little sneaky contrarian play up against this Boston uh, this Boston squad in the last time out. 57.75. I guess everybody went completely nuclear on that slate, so it didn't really matter uh, on Wednesday. But uh, obviously a great line, 40, 40 actual points, eight assists uh, in that eight-point win up against Boston. And then we got a little bit of a gap here. But Ben Simmons is questionable. Uh, he ended up having that, that dealio. Oh, no, he's probable, so scratch what I said there. 9,100, though, is a big, big tag to see with Ben Simmons there. And then I'll include Donovan Mitchell and Shea Gilgis-Alexander because they are point guard eligible uh, over on DraftKings here as well. 8,300 and 8,200. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. Obviously, leading off with Steph Curry, who was named to the All-Star starting lineup, much deserved. Um, keep in mind, there might be some All-Star snubs who want to come out and play with a chip on their shoulder. That has happened historically in the past. Uh, just to name off the All-Star starters, I want to say off the top of my head, it went Harden, I'm sorry, Kyrie, Beal, KD, Giannis, and Embiid in the East. And then in the West, we got Luka and Steph and LeBron and Kawhi and Jokic, if I'm not mistaken. I think... That is your respective 10. Got it. LeBron and KD will be the captain. Obviously, some notable studs is the James Harden. I, I thought he deserved a starting nod. And uh, Dame Lillard and Luca were tied, but I think the fan vote went to Luca. So keep in mind with that situation over there. Uh, obviously, there will be some other uh, snubs when the reserves come out. Uh, Steph Curry played the Magic a, a couple weeks ago. Uh, for those who recall, he put up north of 60 fantasy points. Uh, pretty. You'll take north of 60 fantasy points from him at that price tag, especially on a nine-game slate when you need high-priced studs to obliterate their price tag to really be uh, pay off for them. Ben Simmons taking on Chicago, obviously came off that career game against Utah, did not play the last game. I think we can definitely consider Ben Simmons in this matchup. Trey Young, $9,200, uh, was great against Boston last time, put up 50 uh, fantasy points. It's great to see Trey Young show some flashes of himself of last year when he was named an all-star. I think the shot volume's coming around. The injuries have been helping him be more of a offensive lead over there. I think definitely should be considered. Uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, versus this Clippers matchup. Obviously, Mitchell has been playing um, with a uh, with a lot more uh, ball handling duties without any Conley, who was uh, kind of ruled out right before tip off last time against this Clipper matchup. Keep in mind uh, the Clippers are dealing with some injuries with Kawhi and PG. It's not the same defensive team that they are. Donovan Mitchell could definitely uh, outperform that price tag. No worries. Uh, there's a solid, solid mid-tier options, in, especially in a nine-game slate. You can consider a CP3, a Van Vliet on a back-to-back in, against the Cake Minnesota mod matchup. I think uh, Lonzo Ball, 6,300. Jordan Clarkson, it seems like he's just smashing whenever he touches the court nowadays. He's lead six-man of the year. It seems like a runaway six-man of the year. Kobe White hasn't reached an upside in some time. I think definitely all these guys are could be considered some spend down options over there on FanDuel and value where you get the roster too. Uh, as gross as it sounds, I think uh, Carter Williams, if he's going to play 29 minutes, that's a pretty um, nice minutes that he's going to be thrown at. I'll consider a $4,500 Carter Williams uh, for sure. Uh, that's kind of the cheapest I'm willing to go on FanDuel. Uh, no one really else stands out to me. Maybe, uh, well, Denver has everyone back. Composite, Monty Morris are not as appealing as they used to be. But Gary but, Harris is out, so let it be known. Uh, so Gary Harris just got ruled out, like, maybe, I don't know, it was like in the middle of the afternoon here. So okay. I, I do think Composite playing 25 minutes uh, in two of those games here without Harris, or sorry, played 25 minutes with Harris back in this last one. Uh, but the, obviously the 39 you don't expect to see out of it. But I think there are some minutes available for him. He's played well in, in these last three where he's been appearing. So I, I don't 
completely hate the idea of taking a flyer or two here. The thing is, he's got a cool name and people like to click on his name. So there's there's maybe a little bit of that issue. Uh, he's he's available to you just over on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings just left him off. So uh, so long as that game continues to be off the slate, we don't even have to worry about him over there. Uh, Thomas Sadoransky can randomly spike some kind of Mets. He played 26 in the last one out. If you had told me he was going to get 26 minutes of 4,100, I might have had a couple shares of him there. Uh, but obviously underperformed there. Uh, Philadelphia, as if Ben Simmons is good to go here, he is probable. Uh, I definitely don't know if I'd want to try to do any picking on on that team whatsoever, but somebody to maybe take a couple of flyers on. Uh, anybody else you want to touch base with? Not that. I think we should pop on right over the shooting guard spot. Uh, oh, I guess Peyton Pritchard. You could play his 22 minutes at 3,900 on FanDuel, but that's not going to be for me. Uh, getting to the top end of shooting guard, we'll start over on FanDuel. Zach Levine, 9,500. Uh, just continues to have crazy, outrageous shot volume. <laughs> Put up 37 real points, 54.5. Again, on the day where everybody went off in that slate. Uh, Paul George, uh, he actually says game time decision for him, so we'll see. He hasn't played in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven consecutive he has missed, so uh, should he come back, 8800 is kind of a nice price, price tag to be looking at. However, Kawhi Leonard, who ended up being the guy who got scratched in the afternoon when everybody thought he was going to come back, uh, we'll, we'll just have to see how all of this Clippers news ends up breaking out. Uh, it's just going to be it's going to be wild with them again, I'm sure. Uh, going to Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 8300 uh, had his first game back in four. He had missed the last four, played 32 minutes right out of the gate, which was nice to see. 33.6 on FanDuel, not nice to see at 85 or at 8,300. And then Donovan Mitchell, um, 53.1 in the last time out, uh, 33 minutes against the Clippers. And last guy I should include, Fred Van Vliet. Uh, Kyle Lowry, it sounds like, is closer to doubtful on this back-to-back. Now we would get a date with Minnesota, and they're in F defense. Obviously, at AK, I'd have a ton of interest. Uh, talk to me about the top end of shooting guard. Yeah, Levine, 9,500 uh, against Philly. Uh, box score watchers, I think, are go there. I think 9,500 might be a little too expensive for me on a nine-game slate. I like saving the uh, salary over there in Fandos to a guy like Van Vliet, Mitchell, even Devin Booker against New Orleans. Booker is someone who's getting more of a shot volume up of late. I think Monty, uh, Monty Williams has found a way to get him a bit going. I think you can definitely consider Lou Will if both Kawhi and PG are out, uh, priced at $6,700 and $6,600 respectively. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, 6500 I know he's not uh, anything exciting, but he has turned into a pretty elite defender in Golden State slowly. Um, in his time there, I think uh, he for him to really get there, he needs to pick up those defensive peripherals over there in FanDuel. Over there in DK, uh, 9300 for Levine, still kind of too expensive. I prefer $8,300 Mitchell, even an $8,200 SGA. Uh, I like those prices, but like you said, Van Vliet and Middleton, I like both of those prices respectively. Malik Beasley uh, had a disciplinary issue, still played 41 minutes last time. Uh, put up 45 fantasy points. Uh, I expect him and Cat to lead the team in shot volume um, going forward without D'Angelo Russell. Terrence Ross had a massive upside game. I think it's I was kind of a uh, obviously 10 of 16 is not something that you expect Terrence Ross to repeat. But I, I prefer going uh, to Clarkson over Ross, save the money there. Kobe White, $6,100. Someone who had some great upside games early on. Uh, I want to say a couple months ago. It's been a while. This guy has only crossed like 30 uh, fantasy points, like three out of the 10 games at 6,100. He has the potential to get 40 fantasy points. He's a good, he's a young player, but really kind of not that kind of a liability on defense. I, I do like his game going in the future, but uh, if he's coming in low and I, I would, I'd be willing to take some shots with uh, Kobe White. 
Some spend down options, uh, I guess Eric Bledsoe, your honorable mention. Uh, I think I, we got to mention him. Uh, I think at 5K, and I believe he's in the fours on Candle. He is 4,800. Uh, if Stan Van Gundy is going to give him some extended minutes, I think he, you can definitely consider him. Keep in mind with the Dylan Brooks situation, I believe he is questionable. That might open up some shooting guard minutes for guys like a Melton, a Conchar. Uh, I believe Desmond Bain might get an additional run there. So the Memphis shooting guard uh, rotation will be really interesting if Dylan Brooks is ruled out because he plays quite a bit of minutes and it's going to sprinkle down into some uh, secondary guys that we usually never really touch. So keep in mind with that situation over there. Uh, that kind of wraps up the shooting guard spot. Uh, is there anyone else that stands out to you as kind of like a pay-up spot usually on a night-to-night basis? The mid-tier value is not as appealing as I thought it might be. Yeah, I was giving you the the last dance meme. I was doing the the security guard dude. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see a whole heck of a lot. I mean, Seth Curry is still 4K. You're going to get 35 minutes on FanDuel of, of Seth Curry. You could do worse than just punting with him. Uh, Terrence Mann is somebody that I've had quite a bit of interest in. We saw 36 and 29 minutes with Paul George and with Kawhi Leonard out. So if they're both out again, another guy you could possibly punt with. But yeah, as you said, I mean, the the option of Fred Van Vliet should Kyle Lowry be out. I, I really don't care how he does today. Uh, I haven't looked at a single second of that game here yet. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure that I would I would have some definite interest there, but so would the field. Devin Booker is 7,700, so that seems like an all right spot for somebody who's kind of like offensively coming alive a little bit. Uh, do not play Terrence Ross at 6K. I, I refuse to chase that. 29 minutes, 50 spot. Like, I, I will play the hard pass button over there uh, on FanDuel. Going over to DraftKings, like, yeah, Jordan Clarkson, 6,200. That number's up there now, too. Uh, 33 minutes, 32.5. Like, he's he's basically just appropriate, appropriately, appropriately priced. It's hard for him to get on top of that tag uh, going forward here. The one guy that I do want to give a shout-out to, because he has just started to, like, assert himself a little bit more offensively, shot the ball awful last game. But 6K, Anthony Edwards over on DraftKings. On FanDuel, his price is 6,300. That's not as good. But uh, I do like taking some shots there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is going to be out for an extended amount of time. Uh, this Toronto team does get up and down the floor pretty well. Um, you know that it shouldn't be an issue for him to to get some of these minutes. I guess Ricky Rubio played pretty well the other night too. Uh, I don't expect him to to play as well as he did uh, in that spot. Ricky Rubio, thirty five minutes, forty five point one. Yeah, I'll take some shots on Anthony Edwards too. Do you like that? And then we'll move on. Yeah, I think it's a definitely a uh, option to go to Anthony Edwards. Is- Kind of has shown some flashes of why he went number one overall. Obviously, he's a rookie. Consistency is always an issue with these rookies. Uh, maybe he picks that up going down the season. Yeah, quit thinking that a number one ha- uh, number one pick has to be LeBron James. Like <laughs> that's not that's not the way that this works. Uh, it can. It, this is not Anthony Bennett, and this is not LeBron James. This is in the middle, and that's still an all right middle. Uh, however, it's not Lamelo Ball, so that's what really upsets me. But anywho, uh, Timberwolves fandom away. Uh, head over to awesome.com/slash join NBA. Make sure that you're checking out some of those packages. We have an array of packages, different price tiers. We have something available whether you're a professional, whether you're somebody who's just getting 
getting your feet wet in DFS or all of us who sit in that middle ground. Somewhere in that middle ground, uh, just make sure that you're checking out some of the, the offerings that we have over at Osmo.com. The, the projections have just been ridiculous of late. There's a couple days. So I, I do like to make my own projections, but lately it feels like I've been crunched for time here and there. And, and I just can't tell you how impressed I am every single day uh, comparing my notes with Alex Baker's minutes notes. And uh, I, it's, it's just so, so impressive how spot on those guys are. So uh, I, I always default to them anyway, because they are very, very sharp. Uh, I'm happy to be a part of this community, but come on over, uh, do some of the things that, uh, that can really help this channel hit those like buttons and subscribe buttons, but more so get behind the paywall, uh, get into the Slack chat and uh, stop guessing and start winning. Let's get to small forward position, top end on DraftKings. Kawhi Leonard, 9,700, questionable for the 94,000th slate in a row. Joy to the world. Uh, Ben Simmons, 9,100, small forward eligible. Jason Tatum, 8,800. That price tag didn't go up. Uh, coming off of, I mean, he went up a hundred dollars. What the, what the freaking do? He's going to be super popular. Uh, 55.5 didn't hurt anybody. Didn't burn anybody the night before. So, uh, go right back to him. I have no issue with that whatsoever. Same exact matchup. Uh, Brandon Ingram going up against the slower Phoenix team. This might be the first game all year. I, I don't really have a ton of Brandon Ingram exposure. I'm just going to throw that out there uh, because I I am the Brandon Ingram whisperer. So as such, I must tell you that I am off of Brandon Ingram tomorrow. Uh, I will be on Zion Williamson. I will get get to that later. And then Jalen Brown, the big news for the day tomorrow. He is questionable uh, going up against Atlanta. He is 7,900. Obviously, there's a crazy amount of value that would open up for the Celtics. However, there are a number of guys between Javante Green, between Semi Ojale, between Williams, all of the Williamses uh, for the Celtics that have minutes that could open up as a result. Uh, Jalen Brown out would, would open up a lot of, of Celtics value. I just said that twice in a row. I don't know why. Talk to me about small forward, Rinpak. Yeah, over there on DK and Kawhi, Ben Simmons. Uh, Kawhi is someone who I'll have interest in. Um, it was kind of... I was hoping that he was on the um, more of the probable side than the outside the other night. Now he's $9,700. I think since this injury has knocked him out for two games, now I'm a little more um, concerned that there might be some sort of minutes limit with him. So keep in mind with that situation, if he's out, again, I think all those uh, options in the Clippers could definitely be in play. Since 9,100 versus Chicago, yeah, I like that quite a bit. Jason Tatum uh, obviously went banana. Uh, an absolute banana has put up 55 and a half fantasy points against this Atlanta team. I like that price tag, the $8,800. Let's see. I feel like he might not be owned as much. He's not been consistent. Obviously, missed a lot of time due to COVID 19. I think uh, Tatum over there on DK, fine spend up option. And especially if Jalen Brown doesn't play, uh, I expect a lot of those shots to go to him. I like your. I like what you said about Brandon Ingram. Uh, my favorite price tag. Over there, it might be Chris Middleton, $7,300. It's a little too cheap. He doesn't have a point Same in price. the first quarter. I just looked it up because I had to know. God, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Chris Middleton, are you kidding me? 7300 on FanDuel. <sighs> Go ahead. Continue. Uh, Got to keep playing players till they're due, right? I mean, if Middleton at $7,300 versus OKC, I, I, you're going to have to like him. He's... You expect him to take 20-plus shots. I do like him. I have tons of him. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Okay, (laughs) keep going. Keep go. Go. Kyle Anderson, 7K, put up, what, 50 fantasy points last time? This is a new slow-mo. It's kind of 
hard to expect uh, five steals or six. I hate him again. too for completely different reasons because I don't roster mm-hmm. him and I roster Middleton. All right, keep going again. I'm done interrupting you. I promise. And I think uh, since uh, mid tier options, Bogdanovich is is fine option. Michael Porter uh, came out put up thirty fantasy points. I like that Malone gave him thirty minutes. I think you can definitely consider a Porter Jr. in the mid tier. So spend down options are obviously a popular, popular thing to do over there on Pandle when you're rostering too. Don is playing mid-20s minutes, 4,600. He has to get hot to pay off that price tag. Uh, outside of that, Ken Basemore had a career night uh, the other night. Not career night. In terms of fantasy-wise, it was great because he put up 48 fantasy points. Obviously, Draymond not playing helped quite a bit. At 0.001% ownership. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... If Draymond were to be, I believe uh, he's questionable right now. I think he'll be. People would jump to him. I mean, now if he's overly popular in a nine-game slate, I'll be willing to come under this, under the field on that. Uh, there's some other pivots you can definitely consider, uh, especially if in the Memphis uh, situation, if Dylan Brooks were to be ruled out. And outside of that, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, 4100. I'm sorry, I jumped over to the power forward situation, but uh, that kind of wraps up to the small forward spot. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this. This is this is gross. This is not fun. We just saw that OG Ananobi is going to be on a minutes limit up to 30 minutes tonight. It's tough to get to him on a on an 8/9 game slate uh to to be able to get there at 6400 over on FanDuel. That would definitely be a pass for me. He's just not priced for playing only 30 minutes. Like you want to get your 36 out of him. So that's probably going to be a definite pass. 5800 on DraftKings still difficult to get to. Uh looking around like this mid-range, it's just it gets really really bleak. Like I don't want to play Sadiq Bay. I don't want to have any interest in these OKC guys now that you've got uh Shea Gilgis Alexander back. You're going to get Horford back, which creates another issue there. So uh, all the OKC value that existed two weeks ago feels like a memory because it is no more. Uh, going down here to like Dwayne Bacon, who has been playing or had been playing uh, minutes until Evan Fournier got back. Uh, you're going to have to pass on him there. I'm just going to say this is just an awful, awful position. Like uh, Jason Tatum is going to carry way more ownership uh, sitting there over on DraftKings than I think just about anywhere. Like I, I expect him to be a very, very popular option. And then for all of us Chris Middleton truthers, that what is happening in the world today? Like, just please score the basketball. So on FanDuel, 7,300, uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So I'm just going to keep rostering Chris Middleton. Uh, that is about all I got. You ready to move on? Yeah, let's hop on over Thank to the power spot. God, okay. <sighs> I'm over it. Chris Middleton, just be better, and then we don't have to worry about this. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is 10,800 over on DraftKings. Uh, Jason Tatum's 8,800 over on FanDuel, 11,300. Like, obviously, a little bit more expensive, but, like, he's just such a standout option. Him and Jason Tatum on this slate, especially, obviously, if if, uh, Brown misses, if Jalen Brown is is out for that game. 9,400 will feel like a discount. Zion Williamson, I keep telling you, I keep saying it's it's coming offensively. It's like coming together. Him in the paint is just fun to watch. Uh, he's he's a bowling ball. It's beautiful. Uh, thirty six real points, fifty four point two in just thirty three minutes. Eighty seven hundred is a it's a big tag for for Zion at this point in time. But like continues to meet meet it. Obviously, we want him to get to thirty six, thirty eight minutes. Uh, but they just he just keeps 
putting up production. So what can you say? Uh, 8,700 is probably appropriate. Tobias Harris up against Chicago. Uh, generally don't want to go back to that with Embiid and Simmons both in the lineup, but obviously one of them randomly sits. You play Tobias Harris. That's gone pretty well for all of us this year. And then Jeremy Grant got switched over to the power forward position now that Blake Griffin's gone. So he's at 7,600 there over on FanDuel, coming off of a nice game uh, at the weaker small forward position where we rostered him a lot. What do you think about playing him there? And then also, we got to talk about it because it happened. Draymond Green is questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, that's going to be unfun to figure out. 7,600. Uh, talk to me about power forward. Yeah, I think I'm going to start with Jeremy Grant. Uh, look, his stat line was absolutely insane last time. I think he went 43 points. Just had two rebounds and a block, and that's it. Uh, I think he's due for – I think he was the he's above average rebounder when he was in Denver. So uh, he used to be someone who crashed the boards, did a lot of hustle plays, but now he's like a pure offensive go-to guy. Uh, Jeremy Grant, 7,500 versus Memphis. I like that quite a bit. Uh, I like Siakam against Minnesota, $7,700, power forward center eligibility. And Zion Williamson is probably a put-together best four-game stretch of his short NBA career. Dude, he's only played like 50 games. So I think people have been really hard on him, especially the media, like, what? why are we waiting on Zion? But look, I think this is the best four-game stretch, obviously. He's uh, putting everything together, like you said. Tobias Harris, I think, is in play, purely because of the matchup against Chicago. Uh, they're pretty terrible on defense. I like uh, Tobias Harris, um, you know, even at that price tag versus Chicago. Bogdanovich of, of the Jazz, uh, obviously three-point bonus. You want him to play mid-30 minutes, and I think that will be something that's really important to consider. Uh, uh, there's some Clippers news that has been coming out right now, and Paul George, yeah. I believe, is just ruled out yep. tomorrow. So, so. Paul George is out. Kawhi Leonard, a questionable mm-hmm. joy. So uh, there'll be some late swapping that's going to be on the table for tomorrow as there is every night. And over the end, some pay down options. If Draymond Green uh, does play, I think he's, uh, I think you can definitely consider him. Maybe there would be just being extra precautionary with him. Uh, oh, at 6,600, he played Orlando just a couple weeks ago, put up 36 fantasy points. Orlando has been really bad on defense. Obviously, the injuries, uh, that team has just been ravaged by injuries all year long. Uh, some spend down options. Uh, it's tough, uh, especially in the power forward spot. Uh, Daniel Tice, forty five hundred dollars, I think, um, should play tomorrow against Atlanta. I think that's someone we can definitely go to. Uh, but under that, man, it is a tough situation over there in DK. Over there in Fanduel, the power forward spot. Outside of, uh, I guess Ibaka, fifty two hundred. I know he played only twenty minutes. Uh, Zubac has been seeing some minutes there. Uh, with the injury situation. I think Jay Crowder, 4,800, uh, did start last time, played 30 minutes. Uh, I think we can consider him if he starts. How do you feel about Jared Vanderbilt? Uh, I know his minutes have been inconsistent, uh, but I like it when he plays north of 20 minutes. Uh, we kind of referred to him as a Boucher light type of player. How do you feel about Jared Vanderbilt at his respective price tag? Okay, Boucher light. Uh, let's, let's hit the brakes a little bit. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is over a fantasy point per minute guy generally, though. Uh, has been for the year. Uh, obviously, we had a limited run with him. He's going to be playing alongside Cat, which I would expect that that number to come down a little bit off of, you know, 1.05 or whatever it was sitting at uh, here of late. But 
he does get things done on the court. He only played 18 against Indiana or Indiana in that overtime game, so that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, I'm I'm not kind of like ringing the bell for him, but as you said, there are not many punts here at Power Forward. If you're trying to get different, you could do worse than a high fantasy point per minute guy with a path to more minutes if things break his way. Um, I don't know, 4,400 might be a little a little bit tough I hate to do it because I I haven't been rostering this guy up to this point but Patrick Williams is only 100 bucks more and he's pretty much secured in for 30 minutes a game here at this point on this Bulls team they're not very good uh I I would be happy to have a little bit even in a tough matchup up, up against Philly more so than than going to oh my dear god did you just see this what just came in Rashawn Holmes is gonna try to test out his let oh my god are you kidding me he loves to see it, right? Honestly, this would be phenomenal news for us as late swap uh, people to have Rashawn Holmes get into the middle of this game. It would muck up. You'd have no value to speak of, but uh, Rashawn Holmes, this is this is so fun to do live. We're F it. We'll do it live. Uh, let it be known that we, we are doing this in the middle of, of a slate, which is awfully fun, uh, but we're waiting on that Kings starting lineup big time. Uh, looking around the rest of the position, it's just garbage. You ready to go to center and finish this thing up? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I was thinking earlier today with Draymond Green, if he doesn't play and you get these small little Golden State dudes out there, how much Nikola Vucevic is too much Nikola Vucevic on this slate. Uh, He's 9,900 over on DraftKings, which isn't like my favorite thing to see in the entire world. He's 9,700 over on FanDuel. Both of those seem exorbitant like for for price tags, but he's absolutely gone ham uh, in a number of spots without uh, any true point guard out there. Obviously, Evan Fournier back is a thing, but he still had 24 shot attempts last game, went 0 for 7 from 3, uh, 16 rebounds, 5 assists, 16 points. Like He still put up 46. It's kind of like almost a floor, and if you were to shoot the ball better, I mean, I really, really like Vucevic for for tournaments on this slate. Uh, Joel Embiid sitting above him at 10,700 up against Chicago, at 10,300. I mean, that guy's unbelievable too i i i just love uh both of these centers on this slate i think a lot of my fan duel ownership will be condensed around those two however you do get carl anthony towns at a little bit of a price discount and we saw the ceiling 37 minutes 53.5 uh you're getting a discount 9200 over there i mean we got three really really nice spend up options at center tomorrow uh probably like the marquee position you want to go to uh play two centers on DraftKings, mix them up uh which ones do you prefer give me one two three who you prefer one, two, three, who do I prefer? Keep in mind Giannis is a center-eligible player against OKC. He played OKC two nights ago, put up 75 fantasy points. So I'm going to tell you on center. On Center is absolutely loaded uh, tomorrow's slate. Uh, one of the best center slates that we've dealt with in terms of matchup, salary, all things put together. Uh, center utility is going to be a very, very popular, popular option. Man, from Giannis all the way down to even Capella at 7,200. All those centers are in play and with a ton of upside, even because of their matchup. Go Bears uh, 23 yeah. and 20 for 55 fantasy points the other night, too. I mean, it's, yeah. it's incredible. So, um, so these pri- these prices are all very appealing. Um, and especially their matchups are all great. Jokic versus Cleveland, Embiid versus Chicago, Vooch versus Golden State, had up against Toronto, Gobert just smashed, the Pelican smashed, Valanciunas, no one's going to slow him down in Detroit. All of these guys are great. Uh, they're loaded. You can't really go wrong right now. It's going to be, if these guys come in with projected lower ownership, there is a lot of merit of spreading your exposure out throughout all those guys. Now, obviously, barring any news, it can change in a hurry. But 
all those guys are in a loaded smash situation. Like I like these guys quite a bit. Obviously, I'm gonna like Embiid. Ten uh, three, I like saving those three hundred dollars and going to Embiid over Jokic. Um, I think Jokic might have quite a bit of salary. Man, it's tough to pick pinpoint one of these guys. But I think going back to your one two three question uh, with salary and everything put together on Fanduel, I think I like Vooch, uh, Embiid, and then. Carl Anthony Towns. It's probably my yeah, order yeah. too. That's my exact order. Uh, Vooch is Vooch. I think is like the guy that I want to get to if Draymond's out. I mean, there's just no resistance there. I, I, I still like him if Draymond is in. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Draymond's six six, so yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. So I, I do think it's definitely uh, Vooch should uh, perform well. He only put up 45 fantasy points against Golden State the other time they played him, uh, uh, which was on the 11th of February. So they played recently. So keep in mind, but. We know what his upside can be, but man, center is a loaded, loaded uh, 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 position tomorrow. I, I think I think you agree. Just like match up in size. All yeah, absolutely. Together. There's so many spend ups. There's so many mid range options. There's also a couple guys down here on the floor that have crazy upside. Nas Reed put up 42.25 in 18 minutes. I don't expect that to happen again. But Tristan Thompson at 4,100 is going to play 27, 28 minutes again. Uh, I guess Daniel Tice back can cut into that a little bit here, or do whatever. But um, Robert Williams is now up to 3,600. That's going to be a pass. We don't really need to go to him for value. A little bit riskier than what it would need to be. Hernan Gomez, who won a, a dude 100K the other night in a single lineup that he threw into the into the $8 or the $15, whatever the main iteration was on DraftKings for that night uh put up 11 and 17 to to go for 33.75 under 4k i mean you better play more than one lineup tomorrow is what i gotta say if you're playing over on DraftKings or FanDuel and you're just trying to lock in with one dude or one lineup for tournaments uh spread it out a little bit more is my recommendation would you agree with such things or am i just gonna leave it there i mean i I mean it's always tough for those people who just feel comfortable playing one lineup right obviously uh we use our use the data at awesome.com to help uh, make your informed decision for those who are playing one lineup. Obviously, you're playing one to three. You have more options, but definitely use the ownership projections. I think you'll be in a nine-game slate much bigger than obviously three times bigger slate than we have today. I think you can make some uh, ownership pivots and put your lineup in a position with a ton of upside and avoiding some uh, chalk options that you think your players will outperform. Love it. Uh, any other final words for the people here for, for the weekend? Weekend words, if you will. No, thank you so much for uh, obviously tuning in. Been uh, another uh, exciting week in NBA DFS. We're closing in on the first half. It goes by quick. Um, the All-Star break is uh, All-Star game is March 7th. So we're, I want to say, two weeks away, three weekends away from the All-Star game. It's been a quick first half. Hopefully uh, you guys have enjoyed the show. And thank you so much for tuning in. Hit the like button as you guys uh, – and the week with us exciting week for you mr second on vandal uh less exciting for me who was leading the tournament the entire time until the end when uh hassan whiteside completely eradicated any chance i had so uh hopefully uh he's in the starting lineup tonight and we can fade him and life will be better right sounds like a plan we'll okay, see what ends so. up happening tonight yeah best of luck uh for for your lineups here at I'm speaking in the future. Good luck on your Thursday night lineups, but especially good luck on the Friday slate. We will catch you back here Sunday night slash Monday morning for the Monday breakdown. Catch you later, guys.